0: Hey guys, it's Dave here. Just wanted to let you guys know that there were some technical difficulties with the episode. We only heard them back once we finished recording and we really liked the conversation and the content. It was really natural. So we wanted to put it out as it is. We hope you enjoy. Enjoy. To the press conference podcast, where we bring you the pressing information that nobody asks for. I'm Dave, and I'm here with my co-host Phil. How's it going, man?
1: Good, man. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Has your week been?
1: Yeah, pretty good. I think before we get to that, I um I did just want to firstly make a shout out to our friends over at Polar Fest. They just announced their Polar Fest for 2022 for Brisbane on the second of July. And I don't know what you think, but pretty epic lineup, I think, with uh, Semantics and Drastic Park and Bad Neighbour headlining. What do you think?
0: Yeah, it's a sick lineup. Um, Borchi's a close friend of ours, close friend of the pod. And, uh, yeah, it's a sick lineup. Uh, I'm hoping to get up there, fingers crossed, if if all things land the right way. But uh, I'd also love to see Revoid. I think their, uh, their EP's a banger.
1: Yeah, you got to come. I mean, I, ca- I can't wait to see Revoid. Um, Anti-Klein and Sentiment as well. Yep. I think it's going to be epic. Um, so go and check out the lineup if you're listening. We'll put a link in the bio. Uh, go and get a ticket. It's going to be a, a good show. And um, yeah, congrats on everyone at Polar Fest for putting it together. Absolutely yep. love to see it.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. It's good to see.
1: But yeah, how you been? How's your week been?
0: Yeah, it's been good. Lots of spins. Yep. Lots of music. Um, I'm pumped for, for this episode. Um, it's just good to be back in the chair behind the mic again. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I'm really excited for this episode. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. Like music's great. And I've just had a great week with music, like a few shows I've gone to over the weekend. So, um, yeah, just love it.
0: Yeah. It's so good. Um, so any recent arrivals?
1: Um, yeah. I probably have, but I actually don't know. I do have um, our you know, beloved future EP of the year um, sitting for me at the post office. Uh, it, Ooh, they tried yeah. to deliver it today when I was at work, so pretty excited to go and pick up the Be Well uh, Hello Sun EP yep. um, and a few other things I've got there. But um, yeah, how about you? Have you had much come?
0: I had a couple of things, uh, but the one I want to talk about is uh, the latest Rollo Tomasi record.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Where Myth
0: Becomes Memory.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Um, such an epic band. Um, we got onto them late last year. Yep. And that whole package is awesome. Like the, the gatefold, artwork, everything. Mm-hmm. And the music is just as good, if not better. It's such a great album just to put on, and it sounds awesome on vinyl. So uh, that's my... Main pickup for the week, but uh, yeah, stoked to have it now.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, I actually did get that one as well, um, and yeah, such an awesome band. I think like we spoke about when we first started talking about them late last year. I, I remember hearing them on an old Soundwave CD that they played, I think in two thousand and nine, yep. and they are a complete different band to right now. Yeah, and, um, there's a reason why I did listen to them for over ten years. Um, But their last three albums are just perfect, Um, so everyone should go check them out, especially that new album.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: So, should we get into the pressing topic of the week? Yeah, take it away.
0: This week, we're not going to be talking about a band, we're going to be talking about a genre, and that genre is melodic hardcore. What is melodic hardcore to you? Um, And we'll be going to a little bit of history on it. It's brief. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a hard one. It's going to be a good chat. Uh, so uh, let's get into it.
2: Thanks my short eyes! We tell ourselves that we'll pay all right! look looking from the outside! We ask ourselves if we ain't bad!
1: So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to be talking about melodic hardcore. I think it's a genre that um, has kind of been, I've been listening to for a long time, but again, like you mentioned, um, the pressing history might be a little bit brief this week, but I think it's a genre that, you know, I've definitely loved. I know we've spoken a lot about it, Mm -hmm. um, so keen to get into it. So I guess first question off the rank, um, what do you deem to be melodic hardcore? It's like almost
0: post-hardcore with uh, like melodic guitars and like screaming or yelling or even yeah. steps into the spoken word a little bit in yep. in sections, but not completely. Um, it just has to be like fast, good guitar riffs and like really, really sad lyrics.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, the sad boy vibes have to be strong in, in melodic hardcore, in my opinion. Yeah, yep. Yeah. No, I think I agree. I think melodic hardcore, and it's really interesting when you read on the history, and I'm sure we'll touch on that soon. Um, but for me, it's, yeah, almost whingy, um, kind of screaming, yelling uh, vocals. And, and for mm-hmm. me, yeah. you know, the music could easily fall into a few different categories. Um, like you said, post-hardcore, even metalcore to a point at times. Yep. But I think what differentiates it is the guitars, 100%, you know, Usually high, high tones. Um, yeah, it kind of... It creates an atmosphere and, and kind of like a feeling that I don't think I'd get from g- like generic hardcore or metalcore, and I think that's what really brings it all together mm-hmm. is kind of how the guitars play into the song. So, yeah, it's a hard one.
0: It's like angry emo, basically. This is a good way to describe it, I think. So if you've got some, some emo music and you put some, some angry music behind it, that's almost melodic hardcore for me, and that's the kind of stuff that... I really enjoy.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I lo- I love the, I love the vocals generally. Um, I think just that kind of feeling of, of kind of desperation that you can get through a, a melodic hardcore vocalist or screamer, um, is just like second to none in, in most cases. And yeah, it's just so, it's a beautiful music despite being extremely sad most of the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, um, I'll touch on the pressing history briefly. So, uh, I've done a little bit of research, there's not a lot out there, as we've mentioned. But um it's believed that um, that the descendants actually started melodic hardcore back in the eighties with and then it led into bands like Bad Religion, um, Dag Nasty, Lifetime, and it's more of like an evolution of, of hardcore punk.
1: Which is crazy. I I think if I if you were to ask me any time in my life that I've been listening to, to, you know, what I deem to be melodic hardcore and you're telling me that the descendants are melodic hardcore, oh, I, I wouldn't believe it, but you're right. Like I, I did a bit of reading as well. Um, didn't find much different to what you found, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that yeah. was, that was an interesting one and kind of how it came from that punk culture, especially in California. Um, that whole skate culture as well. I thought really shocked me.
0: Yeah. I definitely thought that, um, well, I love the descendants and I reckon they're probably more of the the first pop punk man to ever kind of to get out and around yeah, there. I like agree. so they're more of that pop sound, but look, I'm down for it if that's what if that's what the history books say. <laughs> I wasn't obviously around then, so uh but listening now it doesn't really they don't really compare well to to the bands that we're gonna talk to in the next segment.
1: Yeah. And I think, it, like anything, it's evolved, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's the great thing about our mu- music that we love, is it evolves in some way. And um, I think Molota is one that when, when we read through it, there's been so many different bands that probably come up over time that I, I haven't... I, as again, similar to Descendants, um, obviously a bit before my time, but even bands through my time that I would still not have classified as Molota in the moment... But when yep. you read back and think about the evolution, it kind of makes a lot of sense of how we got to where we are today. And I love mm-hmm. that about the genre. So yeah, it's great.
0: Should we get in, should we get into our top bands?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do it. I think this was a bit of a, um, a bit of a fun list going through our top five, um, for, you know, bands, albums and everything. I think we might have a bit of crossover. What do you think?
0: Yeah, there'll be some crossover, I think, but, um those listening we haven't seen each other's list so we're going no. in completely blind and uh i think that's the way it's going to stay uh, i think going forward yep uh with the, with the regular episodes so um i'll start with my number five and that is
1: perspectives oh they are very good <laughs> very good why why do you rank them five
0: they're number five um Purely because they were one of the early bands that, that got me into to melodic hardcore and they're at five because they haven't been around for a while and they're just the amount of music that they have isn't as much as some of the others. Yep. yep. So, um, I absolutely adore them. I smashed them out yeah. back in the day and, um, yeah, they have a, a yeah, special place in my
1: broken heart. Again, um, I don't want to give too much away about my list, but they are definitely a band that are very close to, I guess, the, the local emos in Melbourne, I think, at, at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm sure I'll touch on, touch on it soon. <laughs> but we'll see how we go. My number five um, is a band that I probably slept on for a minute, um, and I really got into them last year. And I know that's pretty crazy that a band I've listened to so recently has kind of already edged its way into my top five. But my fifth band is Casey. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, it, it was a hard one to edge out, and we'll go through you know the special mentions, and there was one band in there that is particularly close to my heart as well. That I think I did just edge out. Um, I think we go through the other list. They've got some music that just really hit home, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't I can't I can't move past that. And I find them. I think this year, and even last year, they're in some of my top bands that I listen to. So, yep. yeah.
0: Mm, very cool. So, yeah. what's your number four?
1: My number four is another—I guess you could say—new band um, that I'm sure that we both love, um, but Bloom from Sydney. Mm, yeah. Again, love I one. think it was a bit of a, a tough one to make the call on this one, but and we'll get through our other list. But they've just their EP in passing was one that just did things to me and kind of came to me and, and a lot of people at a time in life where. You know, I was kind of still trying to get over the passing of my grandpa and mm-hmm. I just yep. can't, I can't get past what that EP did to me and, and what that band means. And yeah, they're just amazing.
0: Yeah. Special bunch of guys.
1: Yeah. What about you? Number four?
0: Well, my number four is Defeater. Oof. Heavy yeah. hitters early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're my number four. Um, lots of nostalgia, um, listen to them early on and that that's given them the staying power kind of uh, waned on them a little bit, uh, in recent years and, but their early stuff's so, so good. And,
1: um, yeah, that's why they're number four. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make too many comments on that one. (laughs) Um, who's your number three? My number three is Bloom.
0: So, for the same reasons you uh, explained just that they're just the, my ultimate style of melodic hardcore. Yeah, It's like fast, aggressive passion. Um, and they just, that EP in passing just hit at the right time. Yeah, And even, even their old, older stuff, like past tense and, and cold, um, is so good. And they're just, great to see and they're, they're number three because I can see a big future for them and me seeing them many a time in the future yeah. so yeah uh,
1: I think uh, you make a good point that past tense I can't wait for um, those those records that Summit Distro put out to finally oh, yeah. get released I can't wait to spin that um, spin that record but you're right even their old, early stuff it was it was amazing and yeah I think it's aged so well and you're right their new song amazing and they're going to, they're going to have a big future. So well, I hope anyway. Oh, number three. And number three is a band that you already mentioned as well. Uh, Perspectives are my number
0: three. Oh yes.
1: Um, they're the band. They're probably the second melodic hardcore band that I fell in love with. Um, you know, obviously playing a lot of local shows back in the day. I remember seeing them play again. I've mentioned it so many times. Um, the Wyndham Youth Center in Werribee, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, playing battle of the band shows, um, headlining those, um, just playing shows there all the time. And I think at the time there wasn't a lot of bands like that, that I was listening to. And I just thought it was the coolest, craziest thing because I was used to seeing bands like the Red Shore, Parkway Drive were young, you know, hardcore was still around with Hand of Mercy. And then yeah. perspectives come out with like, you know, the vocals were different. They didn't really play into that synth sound that was really big at the time. And I think they just took me away. Um, and they've got a special place in my heart and um, they've got to be number three for me.
2: Nice, nice.
1: And my number one um, Australian um, melodic hardcore band too, in my opinion. So let's go. (laughs) I wish I was still around though.
0: Yeah, me too. That, uh, the album was really
2: good, their last one.
1: Yeah.
0: So uh, let's move on to number two now. You
1: you can go first.
2: (laughs) Okay. I'll go number two. It's Being As An Ocean. Um, Yep. Huge band for me. Uh, second band I ever got into uh, from the hardcore, and yeah, I just I heard Defeater and wanted some more in that range, and um, found How We Wonders- Wondrously Perish. and that album just instantly clicked with yep. me, and uh, the first three albums are really really awesome. So that's uh, they keep me number two.
1: It's it's a good number two. I mean, I've I've struggled with how much I've been able to get into them. Uh, and I don't know what it is. I think it's a spoken word stuff. I don't know what it is about his voice. It's not, I guess, I don't think it's a sad boy emo enough for me, which is probably, I, I think it, that's what it is. Um, but I will say that How We Wondrously Perish, a fantastic album. Um, I actually really love that album. Um, I've picked that one up recently. But the other stuff I just haven't kind of fallen in love mm-hmm. with yet. But... I can't see how they would be a number yeah. two. Cool. What's
2: your number
1: two? My number two is one of my favorite bands, not just in this, um, not just in this genre, but in general, um, a band that I've, I've spun nearly the most this year. Uh, but that band is Counterparts. Mm. Yeah. No, Which, actually... uh, yeah, it, it's a good one. And, and when I think about it, I've probably been convinced into calling this band a melodic hardcore band just on the back of, through the years when I've tried to find more melodic hardcore bands, it's a name that has continued to come up. I think they're probably one of the heavier of the lot, both from an instrumental and from a vocal point of view, but all their albums are are hits. Um, They, yeah, I I love them. And especially their most recent album, I think is nearly their peak, which I think is going to be a controversial um, comment out there for counterparts fans, but I love them and they're just so good. And they're, They keep releasing great music, and I can't put them past it.
2: Uh, Yeah, Nothing Left to Love is a a great record. I think that would probably become a bit more melodic as they've gone through. Yeah, Uh, But, yeah, yeah, Counterparts, they're um, an honourable mention for me. Um, And also on the fringe there, so we'll get into that later.
1: And thank you so much, Dave, for selling me your copy of that album. Um, I know you kind of have seller's remorse, but... I appreciate it and it's my most fun record of the year. So you need to know it's going yeah, to a good home. I know it's
2: going to a good <laughs> home and I, and I know you appreciate it. So um, yep. I'm glad you've got it. All right, so...
1: Your number... Oh, wait, that's number one now,
2: this
1: right? That's number
2: one's coming up. All
1: right, So hit my us. number one is Casey. Oh, your
2: number yeah. one is Casey. They're sitting there even with um, with Bloom on the on my new... Find kind of scale. Um, I found them midway through last year yep. in the peak lockdown, just trolling Last FM or something for new music. They popped up. I'm like, oh, I've heard a few people talk about them and um, uh, put put them on, and it just instantly clicked with me. Like, two, two listens of the album yeah. later, and then I was looking for the vinyl. Got it from Resist and um, yeah, it's it's one of those albums that you can just you almost stick it on at any time, and I'm always craving to listen to it as well. So that's always a good sign. Um, so yeah, Casey, my number one.
1: Yeah, they're definitely yeah I can get that. I mean, they're they're amazing at what they do, and I think they're almost like the benchmark of that sound. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got the perfect balance of instrumentals to that high pitch vocals. Um, but also really kind of heavy content, which I think appeals. So it's a good yeah, number one. Thank you. My number one, which I'm sure, can you make a guess? Do you probably know what it is?
2: No.
1: My number one band is Defeater. I should have known. And yeah, <laughs> I think they're a band that, um, when I say the perspectives were my second love, they were my first. I remember seeing them play a show in Footscray in Victoria At the Phoenix Youth Center back in the day. And it was like almost like a double set when they played, you know, um, Empty Days and Sleepless Nights. They played the heavy show and then he stayed around with an acoustic guitar and and sung some acoustic tracks. And it was the coolest thing ever in a room that was like on a, it was essentially like a basketball floor, basketball stadium, kind of floor, um, a rec gym. And um, it was just awesome. You know, probably one of my first experiences at a melodic hardcore show like that. So much emotion um, that just stuck with me, and that album became one of my favorite albums through through high school. Um, they're the gateway band that got me into other melodic hardcore bands, and yeah, got a call number yeah, one for me.
2: Awesome. That's a great number one too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'd like to get into some more honourable mentions, and then we'll get into yep. a little bit of a controversial chat about which bands we think are maybe on that cusp of of metalcore and hardcore and um and melodic hardcore obviously um yeah so my first honorable mention is departures the so.
1: they're also my first honorable mention <laughs> <laughs> they just get picked
2: by a couple so but they could have been number five as well
1: they they are, they have one of the they've arguably one of the best albums but i think their whole catalog doesn't Carry as well as the others, if I'm being honest. That's why I, I kind of yep. pip them out. I
2: can, I can agree with that. Um, yeah. Counterparts were another honourable mention for me. Um, obviously, I can't have them if, in the top five if I sold their best record to you.
1: Yep. <laughs> Which is fun. You nearly sold me that Casey record too, by the way. So, you might have had to change your vote. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I decided to keep that. So, I just knew yeah. how much you wanted it. So and held a brother out uh, yeah. so do you have another honorable mention
1: i had two other honorable <laughs> mentions so my one that just scraped out that would have been arguably number five uh was vices oh. and there have been that i similar to perspective similar time um loved like fell in love with them um I can't say much more than that. I think they're perfect. And and their their album, um, which I'm sure we'll get to later on, um, will make it through this, is is one of the best albums, I think, uh, yeah. in the scene. Wow. Um, okay. Um, in, the, in the melodic hardcore scene, I guess, yeah. is what we're talking. Um, I actually
2: had them down as a fringe band. Yeah, I think oh, they're really? more hardcore than, than anything, but that's, that's
1: fine. That's a good one. Well, I guess my next honourable mention as well, um, which I'm sure you've got comments on, I'm keen mm-hmm. to hear, Modern Life as well.
2: Yeah, they're in the next segment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. I I, I I, think they're a melodic hardcore band, probably based on you know one album of theirs, yes. which, yeah, perfect. Uh, way ahead of its time, yeah. in my opinion. Um, but I think, as a result, that album being, I think you know, legacy album, in my opinion, in, in melodic hardcore, the band's got to get a call out for me in some way or another.
2: Yeah, cool. So the other, I've yep. got two more, um, honorable mentions, and, um, one is the Elijah, which I yep. think we may talk about later, and, um, yep. and Avoid. So, yep. uh, there are two other bands that are really, really good melodic hardcore yep. bands. And, um, Agreed. Um, Heavy yeah. in my listening rotation.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I was close with Avoid, void, um, but I didn't want to call out too many bands. I guess when I don't think they stack up against the others for me, but I can see how they would because they've got great music.
2: Okay, so we're going to move on to our next topic, and it's going to be a little bit of a different take on the history uh, of melodic hardcore. Uh, but we're, I'd like to talk about a few bands that came up in my research that were on the cusp.
1: I'm excited. So, I'm excited because I debated this internally because I know we weren't sharing this all week about things. I debated this yeah. internally all week about what would be, what bands are melodic hardcore or not. I know we spoke about a few, but take it away.
2: Yeah, cool. So the first one I have is Modern Life is War. So... I think they're straight up hardcore. Um, they have some melodic elements, but not overall their whole catalog. But
1: um, Witness is
2: probably the best hardcore record in the last decade. No, no questions asked. Uh, I,
1: I, yeah, I think it's up there for me. That record is, you know, one of the early melodic hardcore records that, you know, when I found, I was like, holy shit, and, and it kind of stuck with me. I shamefully haven't listened to much else of their other music. Um, which is why I had them in an honourable mention. But, yeah, I, I think you can make a debate for them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the next one in the list was Have Heart.
1: Oh. I would have said they're nearly more hardcore as well. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think?
2: If, I agree. I think the vocals are potentially there.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but the music, sonically, is not that sound the melodic style that is still a great band and we'll talk about them in the future probably but um but yeah they're they're one that um i think is the mark for for me for what the the kind of genre and the sound that we're talking about um today yeah. was just a little bit of a miss. i agree yep and the next one is similar to, to have heart and that's Lone dispute
1: this is one that i really battled on um I don't even know what I would call them.
2: (laughs) Yeah, me either. Um, Looking around, they're like post-hardcore, like they're almost a screamo band, it's like like spoken word. Um, Punk hardcore as well in sports, but yeah, they're they're, they're like their own thing.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think they're really hard to to call. And when you look across like, you know, their catalogue, the sounds change so much that I, I couldn't even tell you, you know, I don't even think one of the albums I would class as melodic hardcore. I think you're right. That Screamo, probably post-hardcore, is probably as close as I would go. Yep. But it, And the spoken word stuff is there and brilliant, but that's a hard one. It's, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's definitely, uh, for me, like, they're not going to not going a feature, but they will, they will definitely feature in the future. Yeah. And um, the last one, is
1: Touche right. Which is one that I didn't know if you had them on the list. Another one I battled with. Why, why do you think they. What, what do you think? Do you think they are? No, I don't think they are either. I think
2: they're, they're almost for the same reasons as Life's Beauty. They just don't have that melody. They do in the later stuff. Yep. Um In the stuff from Le Um But overall, they're more of that punk rock sound. I think fast, not really a
1: lot of guitar, solo stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think if you put Jeremy in any um, Jeremy Bomb from Touche, any of the bands that we'd mentioned before, I would I would wow. take my money. I would sign up for all of that. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Take
2: all.
1: My yeah. Money. Any other ones?
2: Okay. Uh, no, that's. I like, I like
1: that. That's good. Sorry. I like, that was a good segment. Yeah. We should definitely...
2: Do, um, do you have any you want to add in? No,
1: Touche was the one that I kind of thought to, sort of, thought of um, as you kind of mentioned it. No, but I think we should definitely consider doing that for future apps because I think that's... Um, I enjoy that. That's fun. Awesome. Um,
2: okay, so should we get into our
1: top five albums? Albums is a fun one, and I'm probably going to eat my words on a few things I said about some of the past bands, so I'm excited awesome. to talk about it. Um okay. d- to Yeah. Say- what's your number five?
2: My well, number five is like one of the like newest world bands. But it's uh worthwhile
1: carry on I had them in my special mentions. Dude, that album is so- I agree. I agree. That album is incredible. Um thank you so much for putting me onto them. I know we mentioned them I think last week, in the last episode and Maybe even the one before, <laughs> but I, I um, Potentially, yeah. I'm so glad that you put me onto them. Um, they, they, they broke it up, right? Heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> great album.
2: Yeah, such a great album from start to finish. It carries the, the carry on kid theme, uh, all the way through, uh, their best songs, probably the last song on that album. Good song. And, um, yeah, so can't say much more.
1: Great. My number five, um, heavy hitter coming early at the gate. I think, uh, death touches us from the moment we begin to love by departures is my number five. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was a really hard one for me and I had to put them in at number five. I think it's an album that, you know, I discovered early last year or mid to mid last year. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with it straight away. It's an album that I go to all the time, which is probably why I put it at number five. It doesn't have the weight for it that some of the other albums have for me. And I think, as a whole, as an album, I think it's really complete Um, from the story it's telling, the feeling it takes, you know, the peaks and troughs through the record. But I think if I had to pick, you know, my favorite songs from it, I kind of struggle. I don't think it's a standout. And because it doesn't have one of my favorite melodic hardcore songs on it, Great album, but it doesn't take that extra vote for me that some of the other albums that we'll mention has. Oh, yeah, I thought
2: that'd be much higher for you,
1: actually. Like I said, it's one of my favourite albums, and and, and and but I think when you break down each track, other albums have tracks that I probably respond to more. But as a whole piece, I think it's perfect. Yeah. Okay, well, um, that's my number four. Oh, nice. I thought you would have had a higher oh Um...
2: um it's kind of similar for me like the uh, the story is awesome it's great from start to finish the music beats hit perfect um and and yeah I'm pretty sure I put you on to them as well yeah probably uh, if I'm not mistaken yeah. <laughs> but um yeah just a great album in a whole yeah not many singles stand out it's, it's definitely the peak for them yeah record wise and um yeah Departures,
1: number four. I will say uh, it's, it is a grail for me. I picked that this one vinyl up this year. Um, it's yeah, it's a great album. Everyone should go listen to it. I think, um, it's just great. Definitely.
2: So, uh, what's
1: your number four? I'm sure my number four will come up on your list as well. Um, but my number four is love is not enough by Casey. That's, yeah. I mean, when I, when I look through at my, my favorite bands and I look at my favorite albums, my top three albums are from my top three bands. So I think there's, re- the ah, well, you don't know the order. Um, but I will say, I think Casey, that album, um, brilliant. We'll get to the songs later on, but oh, so good. Is that your number three? Oh, your are uh, What's your number three? <laughs>
2: My number three is Defeater and d Day's Sleepless
1: Nights. should have been higher. You're joking. is <laughs>
2: my list. Right. Anyway, <laughs> such an epic album we touched on it earlier. You'll probably touch on it in a couple. Um, just a two-part concept album. Yeah, it's such an awesome band. It just hits really hard. And um, yeah, so we should
1: definitely, I think it can't be um, spoken of enough how amazing Defeater are as a band. Um, yeah. And the fact that well every release is a concept, right? Um,
2: they're, a concept, they're a concept band, yeah. so they've, they've written, I think all of their albums on based on some letters from World War II from uh, a man at war. Uh, Seeing letters back to his wife, and that's pretty amazing. I love that for a band to be so big because concept albums seem to fly. Yep. But when you're a concept band, that's that's insane.
1: It's next level. I love. We should definitely touch on them for an episode because I think there's a lot of stories in there that I'm sure we could find if we if we do our digging around. And yeah, great number three album. Yep. My ready? number three is. Um, the earlier mentioned uh, record that you sold me reluctantly, but I, I appreciate you for it. Nothing left to love by counterparts. Like I said, one of my favorite favorite, um, bands in general, not just in melodic hardcore. And that album I think is, is amazing. I think they found it. They probably, I think they, after their first few albums, I think they kind of lent into, they let, they leaned into, um, probably a heavier sound, I think that the instrumentals are a bit more abrupt. It probably felt a bit more, they're trying to be heavy in my opinion, um, which is fine. I think there's a place for those albums, but I think in this album, they're a bit more patient. They kind of took time with their songwriting. You can feel that time and kind of effort and emotion come through the songs, probably a lot better from their previous stuff. And I think where he takes the vocals on this album um, is just a whole nother level. And I think it perfectly fits in the melodic hardcore space. So my number three.
2: It's a great album, as we said earlier.
1: Do you think
2: that um, then, uh, some of the members being in End helped Counterparts become a bit more melodic, seeing End of Quarter heavy bands?
1: That is a really good point that I actually haven't thought of. Um, that's a really good point. Yeah, I pro- probably. I, I think having that outlet for a bit more of a heavier, heavier kind of sound probably has, in, in, in a way. I guess we'll find out in the next album, right? They they teased it, what October this year is it? So we'll see. Should be good. All right, I'm going to go into number two,
0: and my number two is Casey. Love is not enough. Very good.
2: Uh, For the they're just so good. The singles are awesome. Um, Yeah, it's just great from start to finish. As I said earlier, probably touching all my uh, love is not enough. Uh, points yeah mentioned Casey on my list but um, you can't have your top top
1: tier band without your top tier album I can't, I'm trying to think in my head what your number one will be but I guess we'll get to that in a minute but good number two my number two album is again from one of my top three favourite bands as I mentioned uh, it is Perspectives and it is Stay For Those Who Care mm. um, amazing album please go listen to it if you haven't um it's it's absolutely heartbreaking in every sense of the word from the get-go you know stay is an amazing opening track but you know as you get through to the end especially mother father those two tracks towards the end of the album i think the journey that that album takes you on is exactly what melodic melodic hardcore should be and it's a perfect example okay. of that and i think they got to be top five for me well number two so um, are your number one no, <laughs> oh, okay um
2: number one is for me being as an ocean you know,
1: you oh, of course of course how did you oh, I that? don't know I'm dumb. <laughs> um,
2: it's just easily my most listened to Molly album yep and um, it takes me back to when I first listened to it um, initially and yeah it just has I have pretty fond memories with it and it takes you on a really good journey it's well juice it sounds great
1: yeah, that's my... Uh, Great one. album. I think um, it's funny. Um, I was just saying how Perspectives, their song Mother and Father, uh, two of my favorite songs on that album. But Mothers, I think, that's on the Being as an Ocean album, right? How We Wondrously Perish. That song, I think, is my favorite song on that album. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say that um, I wonder if Perspectives did it first. <laughs> Maybe.
2: All the timing. Maybe it's Pretty, pretty close. close. Yeah, so um, I heard one honorable
1: mention there. There's
2: lots, oh. of, lots of albums on You do you want to know my number one? <laughs> oh, yeah, what's
1: your number one? It's Defeater, and uh, no surprises there for absolutely anyone. Empty Days and Sleepless Nights. Uh, it's the GOAT of Miletic Hardcore albums for me. Um, Their best, one of the best. Um, oh, brilliant. <laughs> Enough said. It's on both of our lists,
2: so it must be
1: true. Yep. What do you have for honorable um, mentions?
2: so I have um Counterparts Nothing Left to Love as an honourable mention yep. and um Lifelong Tragedy Destined for Anything which is like early days Melodica
1: Yeah, I think I've heard of that I don't know if I've listened to it a heap though it's good Yeah, it's raw I only listen to it
0: what are your honourable
1: mentions um Carry On Kid by Worthwhile where my honourable mentions is mm-hmm. expected as well as well as witnessed by modern life is war. Um, and again, an album I mentioned earlier that I know I, I gave it high praise in my honorable mentions before, but vices will make it through this. I think so hard not to put in the list, but I think the edged edge them out just for being a bit more recent, but yeah, that album's amazing. Yeah. Yep.
2: Okay. So next we've got EPs and I know that, um, uh, before we started recording, so this one was a bit of a difficult
1: one for you to get uh, to get a five. Yeah, actually, um, I'm interested to hear your list because the list that I have a a four especially, but the fifth one probably from nostalgia reasons. are EPs that I listen to really regularly um, in the space that we're talking. Yep. Um, a few bands on there that I haven't actually mentioned yet. Um, so I'm keen to get into that but I'm keen to hear your list do you want to take, kick it off?
2: yeah okay so um, my number five is the Elijah The Son of Disease yep so um, yeah picked that up last year off our friend Alex yep. and and um, yeah it's a, on regular rotation it's, it's also one of those EPs or albums that takes you on a journey yep and um, it's just really powerful stuff and would have made the album list if it was an album as well, I think.
1: So yeah, really powerful stuff. My number five was, um, Lost Ground by Defeater. Again, um, after Empty Days had come out and I'd seen them, that was just released a few years before. Absolutely smashed it. And, um, probably more for nostalgia reasons. I did pick it up on vinyl earlier this year, um, which I'm really happy with. I spun it a few times. It probably hasn't aged as well as their albums, but it's, got to, it's nostalgia reasons for me. Number five,
2: yep, awesome. So, uh, number four for me is avoid everything ends. Oh, really? Yep, yeah. so that's something that I found, found mm. a lot of these these releases in the last couple of years actually. Yep, and um, I've really started getting back into, into the melodic hardcore stuff, and it just flows really well. Great, it just. Yeah, it goes really well. We've um, got it coming on vinyl at some stage. And,
1: um, yeah, I can't wait to, to put it on the turntable. Yeah. That's a great EP. Yeah, it sounds great from Wax. Um, you should be there soon, any, any day now, hopefully. So, <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, my number four, I think you said it all, but The Elijah, A Sign of Disease, was my number four. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, again, also picked this up on, on vinyl. Really excited for it to come. Um, again, it's just, they're, they're awesome. Um, I think their, their latest album, I think I actually prefer more than the EP, but I think from an EP, I think it, it's great. It's got a great balance across the tracks. Um, yeah. it's got everything I kind of want from a lot of hardcore EP, you know, short, sweet and kind of to the point. Um, and, you know, ripping out my heart in the process, which is, which is always good. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they come in at number four for me.
2: Nice. Nice. So um, my number three, and this might throw you a little bit actually, is Taken Between Two Unseens.
1: Must be a common theme because my number three is Taken with regard to.
2: <laughs> Very nice. So um, we're at the opposite ends of, of Taken's career. Yeah. Um, so you might know those the, the Between Two Unseens are the first five tracks from the collection. Yep. And I just love how uh, how harsh uh, his vocals are, yeah. and how the guitar tone sounds. And it's just perfect for that early two thousands era of of screamer and a hardcore. And I think that that was kind of the beginning for them. And then that um, that later EP, uh, with regard to, is just an extension of that. But I really like where it began.
1: Yeah. And, and how raw it is. I picked With Regard To as my number three because, again, the, that um, those five tracks I heard first, right? And uh, I love those tracks. I think they have a place. But by the time I listened to With Regard To, I felt their, their songwriting was just so pure and it felt so natural, the music. And then I think the lyrics along with it are just so brutal in content, not so much by actual sound, Yes, um, and I love that, and I think it's a it's a it's a it's an EP that I listen to a lot. And the messaging through that EP is fantastic. You know, with each track is what regret, reflect, realign, repose, and rejoice. I think every track has a message in there. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just great, great EP. Yep. beautiful. And we agree on something on
2: a band. We have not many overlaps, which is good. Oh, I'm
1: sure we'll have another overlap on this list, and if not, I'm. I'm stealing something from you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I'll go into number two then, and that's um, Perspectives Blind.
1: Oh, We might go three from three in a row on, on the same EPs. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's my number two.
2: <laughs> oh, it's such a good EP. And so, like, um, that's the first thing I heard from Perspectives. Yep. And it came up as a band camp suggestion. Yep listen to a bird who can't fly and literally
1: went and bought the rest of their catalog. Yep. So good. I think I actually have that on like CD somewhere, um, back Mm -hmm. home because yeah, that's one that I remember going to the show for that EP. Um, and I've got the CD somewhere. Um, great EP. And I mean, it's not as good as the album, but damn, those tracks are amazing. And that whole message of like blind and sight and seeing, I think is awesome through that whole thing. So Got to be number two.
2: Perfect. Well, take me into number one then. Uh, I'll be very
1: disappointed if you don't have this in your number one either, but it's um, the best uh, melodic hardcore band going around Australia right now. Uh, Bloom, in passing, the best.
2: Yes. Lucky. Lucky you had yeah. the one. <laughs> oh, man, what an EP. I know we touched on it earlier, Yep. but um, oh, I just... Can't put into words what I felt when I heard this. Yeah, and seeing them live is just another trip. They they just dragged into the pit at any stage. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
1: I think they're they're a band that you know. When did the EP actually come out? Sorry, I'm just looking it up because I can't actually remember. It came out 2022, early 2022. I'm pretty sure. We're- 2022. 2020, sorry. Yeah, we're in lockdown. Yeah. I remember the singles that started filtering through and I was like in love, right? And it'd been a really tough few years after after my pop passed away. And, you know, like a lot of people that I've now met and spoken to about the EP, what it means to them, every, it's kind of got a place with everybody that I've met. And I love that, that that EP can appeal to so many people about, you know, a similar topic. And it was perfect. Came out through lockdown. The songs were, you know, absolutely brutal you know, lyrically, um, from a content point of view and, but they, they hit the spot with the melodic and that's where melodic hardcore shines. The, the guitar work on that album is amazing. Yeah. It's just so good.
2: Yeah. And they just, they just keep doing it. They're, they're great guys as well. I met them a couple of times and, and yeah, just really wish to hope, wish them the best. Going yeah. forward. And like, i I've had to try and see them as much as I can where possible because they're just
1: that good. Well, they're touring with um, what, your, your number one band, Being as an Ocean, number two band, Being as an Ocean. Um, yeah. So hopefully they also like Bloom and take them overseas because it's a band that everybody needs to listen to. Um, Definitely. So, yeah. And their new song's amazing.
2: Yeah. Sing to the Soil is, yeah, it's a
1: band. It's almost like, and I think I said this, two tracks in one when it came out. I know, I don't know if it's in your list or not. It's, it's not in mine. So I'm really sorry, but, um, yeah, that track is, you know, it feels like a bloom song and then it kind of turns into this like bloom counterparts hybrid. I nearly, you know, it was like a, like, you know, a kid at like a, a fair or something. I don't know. Like I was just so excited when I heard it for the first time and yeah. 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 Great. Great EP. Great band. Awesome.
2: glad we agreed on that
1: that was three that was was a good three that we had we actually had four in that list I just had your number five was my number four
2: yeah and my honourable mention is Defeat a Lost Ground oh brilliant so (laughs) alright let's move it on to songs um so songs was a difficult one for me because I prefer to listen to like a a whole album yep but um yeah, I um, went through and, and come through these albums in the last couple of weeks, and um, my number five is Departure's Memorial.
1: Really? Yeah. What? I love
2: that track. Great track. Yeah. Um, it just hits all the spots for me. It's heavy lyrically as well, and um, yeah, I just really enjoy it, and I really wanted to get Departure's into the list as well. Yep to
1: give them some representation for that. Yeah, I am... Um, yeah, great song. My number five is is one that... I don't know if it'll be on your list. You made a comment earlier, it wasn't this song, but on, on Worthwhile's album, Carry On Kid, Unlovable is my number five track. That's an honorable mention. Their, their last track is really good. Was it Messy something? I can't remember the name. Yeah. But that track for yeah. me, Unlovable... Every time it comes on, I stop and check. I stopped and checked the song, you know, every single time, and I knew what song it was, like in the back of my mind. But I'd stop and look at the song name. It packs a punch. It's, oh, it's, it's it's great. Go listen to that album. I can't put in, into any more words how good that album is. So, yeah, you can't stress that enough. No. Listen to worthwhile,
2: please. Okay, so what's your number
1: four? My number four uh, might surprise you because this band's not higher on my favorite song list. Um, but it is a defeated track. Um, and I was battling between two, but I ended up picking dear father. Okay. <laughs> Do you have this song as well? Somewhere on your list?
2: No, it's uh one of my honorable
1: mentions. Uh, I had another song in my honorable mentions by them on the same album, but I think dear father for me is one of those ones that it almost feels like a cry for help. And I love that in, in melodic hardcore. And it was one of the first songs that I think made me feel, feel that, um, Rather, rather than singing of, of a thing, it really felt like a message, and that's what I, I aim to look for when I'm listening to new melodic hardcore bands. And yeah, that's a track for me. Perfect.
2: My number four is Sleep by Casey.
1: Oh, that's your okay? Do you have two Casey songs? Because I'll be disappointed if you don't.
2: <laughs> I have one Casey song. Oh, good track. Yeah, that's the song that clicked for me when I first listened to that song, that album. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just, just did perfectly. Sounds great. And it's just, could have been one of their singles. I don't think it was, but, um, I'm sure you'll tell me which one it is because that will be your song.
1: I mean, my song wasn't a single, but I, I, I've spoke. Yeah. We'll get to that soon. So what's your
2: number
1: four? Uh, I'm up to number three.
2: Number three. sorry.
1: My number three is the title track of the band that didn't make my top five, the album that just missed out on my top albums. Vices will make it through this, a self-titled track. Um, awesome song. Comes just at the, the start to midway point on the B side of the vinyl. It kind of brings together everything that, you know, had been singing about beforehand, Would come afterwards. Again, it feels like something that just sings out to the person listening. Um, it just like grabs you and kind of clutches you, clutches at you. And it's just an amazing song. It just, I get goosebumps every time I listen to it and yeah, it's a great track. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but you need to listen to it.
2: No, I need to listen to it
1: more. Your number,
2: so, um, you're up to three or two? My number, th- number three. So my number three is Being As an Ocean, We Drag the Dead on Leashes. All right. So that's off how we wanted to see Perish. It's like midway through. Yep. Um,
1: really hits
2: heavy at the start and then goes into like more of the spoken word stuff. I know that's not your kind of forte, but that's kind of what drew me in yep. to their sound. Yep. And um, yeah, it hits really hard. It's right after Mediocre Shakespeare, which is like probably their most popular Great song. track. But I'm, I love the follow up yeah Yep. Um, so yeah, that's why it's number three.
1: Oh, two songs left. So my number two song is my KC entry for this list. Um, Yeah, instantly became a number two because number one has been cemented since the day I heard it. Um, But Morning is the last track on the album. I have an affinity of last tracks on albums. I think that they can kind of... They're the songs that leave the impression, right? And when I finish an album, if that track has kind of stood out... Um, I I instantly want to spin it again or listen to it again Um, and that's "Morning." very nice I I think it's also guy I just want to point out and I'm sorry because I do talk a lot Um, but it's almost like one of the best melodic hardcore songs that that whole breakdown kind of happens and then you hear the scream and then the music kicks back in it's got one of the best Mm -hmm. at it and it's just awesome and it just ends the album so well and um Go listen to it and have a cry before you go to bed tonight, people, because yeah. it's so good.
2: <laughs> Core ourselves to sleep listening to Casey. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what we need. I mean, that's, that's how I live my life, so you should do the same. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so we're up to my number two, and that is Perspectives, A Bird Who Can't Fly. Whoa. I just love that track. This is like. There's a bit of a trend here. It's like the first songs that I heard from a certain band. Yeah. But um, that's the song that I always went back to. Like I'm blind and and just cycled through. It's just like. I just never heard anything like them before, like you were saying. And I just. It, com- it completely drew me in and I just wanted more and more and more.
1: It's a good, it's a good track. Good number two. So do you want to. Um do you want to tell me what Bloom song you picked as number one? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So this was hard. Picking my favorite Bloom song was like picking your favorite child.
1: Oh, I've picked it. I'll, I'll leave the rest behind if, if it means I could have this song forever.
2: <laughs> okay. So I decided on Daylight. Very good. It's just, it's, it's just perfect to me.
1: Yeah, that... Uh... The, the bridge into the chorus. Is that the right? I don't even know the right term, but oh, yep. <laughs> live that track just hit so hard.
2: Yep. So hard. And yeah, if you haven't listened to Bloom, haven't heard Bloom, um, I don't know where you've been under a rock or something, but so good. Um, just please go and listen to them, support them, support Aussie
1: hardcore. Yep. My Bloom track, um, is the boat in the stream. I think just from from a just a straight up messaging point of view, it probably is the one that related yeah. to me the most. Um, and I, I, it's just the feeling I see when I when I hear that song live and see it live. It's just like all my emotion coming out of me in that song, and it's not the heaviest. It's probably not even their best, but it's my favorite and probably the best. Hard, my favorite Mardi song I've heard yet, and might ever hear, in my opinion. Like it's got that much of a hold on me, so.
2: It is such a great track, and I remember when we saw them at Stay Gold. That was the, the
1: moment
2: that yeah. just disappeared into the pit, yep. and um, then daylight played, and then
1: I was in the pit too. So it's generally how it goes. I think I wait for that song, and then I'll go in. But yeah. Yep. So. Did. What honorable mentions did you have other than the two that I already or you already caught out?
2: Um. So I had Unbelievable as well. And I had Taken the Duke Yep. from um, Between Two Mm unseen's, and also had Counterparts Wings of Nightmares. Oh, that's
1: a good song. I love that track. My two honourable mentions I had was um, my other Defeater song, which was Warm Blood Rush, opening track to that album. Um, It just punches you in the face um, from the get-go. That whole, like, dear God, at the start, it just, like, gives me goosebumps. And had to get that in honourable mention and then... Again, talking about last tracks on albums, the title track, Nothing Left to Love, on Counterparts' is Nothing Left to Love. Yeah, that's a great track. Um, yeah, it's slow, but then it's heavy, and then it's just, yeah, brilliant.
2: Love it. So, um, what do you think is next for for to oh.
1: um What do you see
2: in five years?
1: I probably see... A whole new slate of bands if history is anything to go off melodic hardcore bands don't last and i don't know why there are only a few that i you know that i deem in the 2000s like kind of era of melodic hardcore that last so if i'm if i'm taking a stab at the dark i would say that i think it probably is the same but there are new bands um yeah. coming through but who knows like i hope that it's kind of taken off. I think the way that people are kind of probably experimenting in, in bands with, as vocalists, right. I yeah. think the way that they do that, more people are going to ca- kind of be drawn into a lot of Cardcore because it's kind of what a lot of these bigger bands are starting to do without being too heavy with their vocals, you know, guitar works like being a bit more, be, be, being a bit more funky, a bit, a bit cooler. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think more people could get drawn to it. But again, I think the bands that we love today, they're probably not going to be there in five years. I know that's quite grim, but <laughs> What do you think?
2: I'm I'm on the same page as you. I think I think you might have your counterparts still around, stuff like that. But um, yeah, as, as you said, history shows that these kinds of bands um, don't don't really hang around for that long. And um, I don't know whether it's due to they get happy. So.
1: They struggle to write songs about what, yeah.
2: <laughs> you either they run out of content or things are too grim and they just decide to, to like, it's too hard to write all these sad songs all the time, yep. so they decide to, to not do it anymore. And it would take a toll. Like, you see, like some of the, the, the content that's written about and um, that they're singing about every night, yeah. it would take its toll and it would be very difficult to, to kind of back it up and... Yeah kind of
1: reproduce that kind of feeling all the time yeah I, I think it's hard and I think when you hear stories like departures you know probably arguably if they were still around they'd be really a lot higher up in my list but like mm-hmm. the lead singer for that band they, they stopped because he had like a mini heart attack on stage and yeah. like that is just the you don't hear of that happening super often it just so happens to be a melodic hardcore band it's like it's a curse if you've got a melodic hardcore band you got five years to make it work and then you're out yeah. Um, yeah, it's a ticking time bomb, isn't it? And um, yeah, I don't, we got real grim, real quick <laughs> talking about the future of of hardcore it's and how it's going to die. But no, I think um, I think as long as there are sad boys like you and I, I think that the, the genre will be fine. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, there's enough sadness in the world you could probably sing about it for days, right? So as long as someone <laughs> wants to write the songs, yeah. I think um, I'll be here listening. Me
2: too. I guess we'll wrap it up up now.
1: Um,
2: So thank you all for listening. Um, Don't forget to follow, subscribe, and leave a rating on Spotify and Apple. Um, That really helps. Um, We'd love to see the feedback as well. Um, You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at press.con.pod on both platforms. And we'd like to thank our mate Nick for the intro again. Uh, Please listen to Caution Thieves. They've got some new stuff coming. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Um, there'll be a link to their Spotify in the show notes. And um, yeah, let us know your favorite hardcore bands, albums, EPs, or songs. They might be different to ours. They might be the same. Yep. Um, or let us know anything that you've missed or we've missed. Um, we love the feedback and the conversations generated by these topics. So um, yeah, we want to hear from you guys.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think um, a great episode. I think I've had a lot of fun talking on this one. Um, what we have launched actually last week, um, from when you're hearing this today, um, is the press conference playlist, which you can find on Spotify. We'll drop a link in the, um, the notes below. Um, but really excited to put this one together. You know, we've spoken about a lot of songs. Um, you know, we've covered architects. We've spoken about my We've spoken about what we're listening to at the moment and some of our favorite bands. And along with this pod dropping, we're going to update that playlist with some of the music that we've spoken about today. So If you do want to find any of those tracks, go give us a follow at the playlist and um, yeah, let us know what you think of the songs. Awesome. Peace. See ya.